now we're back recording. So, okay. yeah, sleepy day, but we're going to record one. We just recorded last night with Tyler. That should be coming out tomorrow. Tyler Severance. Oh, sweet. I think we're going to shoot for Mondays to okay. every Monday. And today we have a very cool guest. We're going to get him in here. Uh, his name's Jamie Larkins. He is owner and designer of Throw Spiral. Great yo-yo, the Kappa. So let's see if we can get him in here. Add participant. Let's see if it works. Yo, 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 Jam Jam. He has a really cool uh, oh, yeah. Mountain Dew logo. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show, Jamie Larkins. What's up? Can you hear us both? Yep, everything sounds good. Looks cool. good. Perfect. You sound great. You have a nice microphone over there. Oh, yeah. Hell Abandoned yeah. streamer career. <laughs> oh, nice. So, yeah, welcome to Radio Yo-Yo here. Um, pardon me if I'm... A little slower than usual today. I just, I was telling Trevor I slept until like 2.30 p.m. today. And I don't know why. I just slept for like 12 hours. And I'm kind of exhausted. And you know how it is when you sleep in all day. Like, the oversleep, yeah. It's yeah, you, you have the oversleep. You're like still tired. It's like you loop around. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of ready for bed, honestly. I'm ready to just like call this day done and like start a, f a fresh day you know what i mean one where i actually get up at a decent hour but i'm really excited to be talking to you dude we got a lot of good questions from instagram oh awesome i th think we should just always start with the obvious like what led you to pick up a yo-yo in the first place and, and when did that happen So I almost got into yo-yo a couple times, then didn't. It's just like random chance encounters with yo-yo stuff. Like the old legend Bunny Martin performed at some function I was at, and I didn't get into yo-yos. That yo-yo was too expensive. Um, so then when I actually stuck with it, I was meant to be cleaning my room, and I found an old Duncan Imperial knotted, didn't sleep, didn't do anything. And that fascinated me. I was throwing gravity pull the wrong way, just out of my palm, not turning it over and going up and down. And I was like, oh, man, this is great. I got to get into this more. Um, and then I, that led me to Google and that led me to um, Duncan. I ordered a throw monkey and it had the trick CD. Nice, nice. And then it, then it was over. I was like, OK, I have to get I have to do more of this. So what year was... Sorry, Trevor, go ahead. Oh, I just asked the same question you did. Oh, when was it? Yeah, uh, that would be 07. 07, okay. So yeah. that was the the newer Trick CDs, probably. I think they came out with a secondary after the ones that I, I watched. Um, was it still Steve Brown in it, or was it Brandon? Yeah, yeah, it was all the, like the old Duncan crew. Oh, okay, I think cool. Brandon was there yet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what seven. stuck with me was, um, I think it was Felix doing Infinite Star. Yes. Yeah. Rolling Star or the yeah. off string. 
Yeah. Yeah, the, just yeah. like the figure eight motion in the star that like. Oh that is God. a really cool trick. Um, I think here Nori me invented that trick, and me and Tyler did a watched that exact video last night and did a reaction video to it. So that should come out soon. But um, I do remember that he's in like a tattoo parlor or something, and he's he's throwing the throw monkey off string. And uh, yeah, Felix is really cool, underrated player. Um, I wonder what he's up to these days. But, uh, so 2007, so then, um, yeah, I, I like, a, get my throw monkey. I learned to throw a trapeze. Yeah. Um, I think the first forum I found was yoyoing.com. Nice. Through yo-yo guy. What, a, what an interesting forum that was. Yeah, it really was. I wish I would kill to look through the archives if they're saved anywhere. Of it's in Wayback Machine. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, I've, I'll have I've to looked check around that. before. Nice. Trying to find like early early stuff I posted. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to do that. It was. I remember one of my favorite things of the forum days was, um, people would post like contest recaps, where they after worlds or something like a. There would just be a bunch of big posts from different people like shouting out their friends and talking about all the fun stuff they did at the contest, and I kind of missed that. I just miss contests in general, but yeah, it's been so long. So to, that's a lot. You've been yo-yoing a lot longer than I thought. Um, did so then we can just fast forward to what your your project now, Throw Spiral. What sort of brought that about? Um, I always knew. Well, like after. A, going for a little bit i kind of knew that i wanted to get into designing and stuff um i just you know just like the dream always make my own yo-yos right. do it my way all that uh then i got on teams like string theory where i had like no input and then i got onto radical c's where i got to see more of the behind the scenes communicate give feedback um have stuff explained to me and just see it from the side Right. Okay, cool. That's uh, Radical C's. I'm not super familiar with them. Are you, Trevor? Uh, yeah, I remember Radical C's. They, um, they had some cool stuff, yeah. Yeah, kind of debuted in, I, I would say, 2013. Yeah. And um, gone quiet now. Uh, Jamel Kent was the owner. Okay. And so you got to help out with the design aspect. Do you do that? As like your day job, are you involved with computers and stuff? Uh, no, I came to it through Yo-Yo, and I oh, barely okay. know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I know, I know, I know enough to make Yo-Yos, and I know the Yo-Yo stuff pretty well. But you're very knowledgeable, so I thought you might be like an engineer or something. But um, yeah, you certainly hit it out of the park with your with the Kappa. So, can you explain a little bit? of your design choices and you know why you decided you were sort of early on with the organic now everyone's doing organics but um right capo came out what 2016 17 uh, it would be the 2019 20 early 2020 oh wow well yeah that is pretty long ago now i i trevor and i were talking about it. we're still stuck in like i still feel like it's 2020 kind of yeah so 
when I think of three years ago. Yeah, I think I feel like 2016 is like three years ago still. But um, so, yeah, 2020, same time as the dunk came out. I remember because we did a trade um, and that's how I got my wine dunk. Love it. Yeah, I love my Kappa, too. So what made you just how did you go about designing that yo-yo? What made you um, do the rim design the way you did, which is sort of your signature? Yeah, the rim. Um, I knew if I was going to launch a brand, I wanted some sort of like easily recognizable signature thing that was baked into the yo-yo design. Because um, I'd see other brands do it, and they just sort of have like a design language. And I wanted to almost simplify that and just like very simple, very obvious calling card, like branding without even having to have lasers or special colors, just like recognizable right away. That's awesome. So is it functional at all? No. I don't know enough about no, yo-yo it, it's, um, On most yo-yos, it doesn't influence the weight by more than like two tenths of a gram or something. It's like very Got little. It. it could influence palm grinds. Bring those back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many prototypes did you do for the Kappa? Uh, the Kappa, I did one prototype, then... Uh, went to production off of that with pretty major changes, I would say now, knowing what I know. At the time, it felt like little tweaks, but it was actually a lot that changed from the proto to the final, kind of a maybe a bigger leap than was wise, but it turned out okay. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, do you think, first of all, the number one question we got was multiple people asking about, will there be more Kappas in the future? So... There are, there are a couple more to drop. The next run of Kappas, I don't know when. Obvi- like, definitely want to do it, and also it may not look the same. It may be like a you more... You might tweak it. That's what I was going to ask next. Yeah. Um, if you run it again, you'll probably change it up, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure if the changes will be enough where it's like still half-swap compatible or if it'll be something that needs like a new name designation. Interesting. But updates basically need to happen. Um, the guts have problems, I would say, for the Kappa. And really, what kind of problems? Uh, death grip mostly. A little, little bit of death that? grip going on. Just bearing death grip. Oh, got it, got it. Where the bearing seat's too tight and it's hard to get the bearing out. Yeah, more than you'd um, like to see. Yeah, I had that issue with the. The first dunks and the slim dunks as well, I believe. But the dunk rebound pretty much solved that. Um, I think that was mainly the new manufacturer. I used FPM instead of Magic Yo-Yo. And I think they just did a better job. I don't know if it's maybe because it's D-bearing also makes it easier. I really have no idea. But um, they came out a lot nicer, which I was happy about. Yeah, so rebound looks great, and I would say that's a skill difference for FPM and Magic Yo-Yo stuff like guts. Absolutely, um, um, just attention to detail in general. Yeah. FPM knocked it out of the park with this. Uh, their testing was much better. Um, less B grades. I was really happy with it. Yeah, I think I think D bearing can be almost harder to do because of 
because if you keep the M4 axle, the post is so thin. Interesting. So when there's so when it's like a good post fit, that's like really nice because you'd be worried about like it bending or whatever or right. So like I think the 7075 was probably a good choice then too because I didn't yeah. even consider that as a problem. I like your attention to the detail with this stuff. Um, we were talking about a project we might do together, and you mentioned how diameter. I think you said diameter is the secret to spin power. Is that correct? Yeah, diameter is cheat codes for spin power. Yeah, I was saying okay. that. Can you, you elaborate of, on that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you think of rim weighting as, you know, putting as much weight away from the axis of rotation as you can. So increasing the diameter is just like putting, it's just more rimmy, even more rimmy. <laughs> so Interesting. Like, you know, just more, the more vertical, the better. And you can get a lot of power with not a lot of weight doing that, just pumping up the diameter. And um, it can get actually really funny feeling if you do both heavy and big, I feel. I think that like that's where you get like weird kickback type yo-yos. It's like hard to get them to unwind almost because right. the inertia is just so high. Yeah, kickback really sucks. Um, it's a bad feeling. Um, that's Wait. great. What's that, Trevor? Kickback when, like, you throw the yo-yo and it just takes longer to get to the end of the string. Yeah, I would say so. And it's sort of, like, it's hard to explain it. Like, the yo-yo doesn't come out in a beautiful arc of the breakaway. It sort of, mm -hmm. like, kicks straight downward. Oh. If you know what I mean. Okay. I mean, Jamie, Jamie maybe you can explain it better. Yeah. It's, um, like, think of a yo-yo with, like, dead response. How you throw it, and it just kind of, like, if you're front throwing it, it just kind of attacks your shins. Mm. Right, there you go. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, it heads towards your shins, or with a breakaway, it heads, like, straight down towards the ground instead of, like, to your other hand, like it should, type of thing for a trapeze. It's interesting, because I think it may not even be a bad thing to everyone anymore because I think kickback has just like kind of never gone away. There's always yeah. yo-yos with like with like kickback and like the strong thud at the end of the string. And I think it's turned into a preference thing almost. Yeah, I'm sure it has. I'm sure there's people who don't really think about it and just like the way it feels. Um, but I've never been a fan of that feeling. I like a smooth even throw but still grippy. That's why I like the D-bearing so much. I feel like you can really feel the power difference. You can throw it harder, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, just there's feels... no fear of it, just like the slip-out feeling. Right. Yeah, I really have been loving it. So um, let's see here. we got lots of questions about Kappa. So you said there is another drop coming then? Yeah, a small one, but there, there are Kappas still to drop. Haven't seen Great. the last of it. Awesome. That's excellent to hear. Um, your next yo-yo, do you want to talk about that a little bit, the Nimbus? Ooh, the Nimbus. Yes, the Nimbus is partially shrouded in mystery, but a little bit has come out. Like, I know Adrian right. has uh, shared some angles of it and stuff. It's out and, there because um, multiple people asked about it. So, so there yeah. it goes. Yeah, a lot of people have gotten to throw it. Yeah. So that's Adrian Esteban's signature correct that's right with a d bearing speak of the devil oh boy <laughs> exciting i'm so yeah. excited for this yo-yo 
I haven't gotten to throw it yet. Throw it yet, but I love yeah. Adrian, and I'm incredibly excited. Um, is there any news on that? You're, you're still still working on it, basically. We're basically done prototyping. Nice. So it's it's pretty close. Great, exciting stuff. So Kappa's coming and Nimbus coming in the future. Because, uh, yeah, you, there's been a bit of a... You, you've been taking it easy over there, release-wise. For Yeah, the a, Sliver came out in um, April. Another great right? yeah. 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 Um, really stoked on that, really stoked on the reception of it. Because Slimlines are a niche, so... I feel like Absolutely. if it if it it's if you flops like you kind of know right away. Right. No, I'd say that was successful. Uh, I really like it, and I think I, I've heard nothing but good things about it from people. So that was a very cool collaboration. Yeah, Mark's Mark's incredible. Mark's smarter than everybody. That's Mark one, or is it Mark two? I, I forget. Mark one yo-yos. Mark Dyer. Mark one yo-yos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or MK1. I'm not sure what the official pronunciation is now. I think MK1 is what people more commonly say. Right. Okay. MK1 yeah, mark. I, I think there's still some slivers out there available. So if you haven't gotten one. Yotrix still has them. Uh, Spiral Direct still has some. Great. Not Good every color is available, but they're in a couple places. All right. So here's a question from Zapruder.mkv. He says, what word sums up the general vibe or aesthetic that Throw Spiral hopes to evoke? Ooh. Maybe Spiral, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it might be a cop-out. It could, it could be. It could be. It's a sort of anime-inspired, correct? A uh, lot of yeah. the branding? Yeah. Go into that a little bit. Yeah, so just the the spiral aspect of the name was most directly influenced by Junji Ito's Uzumaki, which is a uh, manga about basically the concept of a spiral sort of infecting. It's it's scary. Um, Interesting. A lot of body horror and contortion and like. Yeah, his artwork it's, is incredible. I've I've seen the artwork for that manga. Yeah, it's like the world literally spiraling into madness. And um the theme of like sort of paranoid obsession kind of resonated with me in that. Okay. And so it doesn't really transfer into the yo-yos because it's like a negative feeling, but like that yeah. sort of the sort of it's like the attention to detail, but like interesting um what are here this goes with that sort of same guy asking what the team's favorite anime or your favorite anime i guess would be well that's a manga not an anime right yeah um, so favorite, uh, favorite anime for me would have to be um revolutionary girl utena okay it's i've never heard of it my anime knowledge ends with cowboy bebop basically it begins and ends bebop bebop is solid that's a i love that show i've watched it many times growing up um yeah it's definitely much... a more obscure show um it's from the 90s 
It's okay. about sword fighting and high school drama and magic. And if the magic is real. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I really like it. It's Check it out if you haven't. I will look into it. I need something new to watch, so I'll check it out. Yeah, I think it's on YouTube. Like, literally YouTube oh, right for on. free. And I know it's on Crunchyroll now, too. Because I was re-watching it there. What's your favorite part of running Throw Spiral? Is there anything that's really satisfying about just For me, it's just getting to play with the yo-yo that you envisioned in your mind. Yeah, it's exactly that. Uh, yeah. And more specifically, it's getting to play with the small revisions. It's really Absolutely. satisfying to like play with the prototype and feel like, okay, I know how to make this better. And then, you know, seeing how that pans out. Yeah, that is a satisfying feeling. Um, it's such a tactile toy to play with. Like, I get asked all the time by people who don't yo-yo, like my dad. Like, why are there so many yo-yos? And they're all, they're all yo-yos. But why do you have the desire to have so many different ones? And I always just say, like, it's such subtle differences between the way each one feels on the string that makes it so exciting. That's why, like, new yo-yos are fun, right? Because they just feel different from one another. Um, so yeah, like, absolutely. And it can be such like the smallest be such a thing, maker, just the yeah smallest thing, like the sound, like a single just gram. With you yeah, or... the sound. Yeah, um, I have people notice that too. Non yoyers will be like, "This one sounds different than your other one," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good observation. It does. It's because this one has stainless steel rings on it, and the other one doesn't. Or this one's made of titanium, and the other's made of aluminum. You know, the sound, like everything about it." the way it feels in your hand, the way it feels on the string, um, makes it endless, the excitement you can get from new designs. You yeah, can't have enough yo-yos. Tactile is a really good way to put it, just like yeah. how a yo-yo handles and stuff. I feel like some yo-yos are like stretchy. Mm. Interesting. In how In how they move. I don't know. It's like like how they how they make the string move, and then others. Everyone knows a thunky yo-yo. Everybody knows one yeah. thunky yo-yo. Some you just like, hate without even being able to describe why. There's yo-yos I've used that I'm just like, this is just not for me. Like it's not working. It doesn't feel good to play with. It's very interesting. Oh yeah, the mismatch, just like style mismatch, hate yo-yo. Okay, what's yeah. what's what's your hate yo-yo? <sighs> um. Dang, I'd have to look through my drawer. I know mine. I'm I'm What's yours? I'm charging What's it yours? up. One drop gauntlet. Okay. Mm. It's kind of it's like not a super remarkable yo-yo like it's not like one of their better known models or whatever or something that they made a ton of. So it's like a weird hate yo-yo to have, but I just so distinctly remember throwing it and feeling just like total antipathy toward it. It's like a very wide center weighted yo-yo like a wide organic h shape and it just offended me <laughs> something about the way yeah. it played it feels, like gauntlet's like one of my favorite yo-yos <laughs> there you go perfect example you're wrong that's hilarious. <laughs> i have one that's kind of obscure the original clyw sasquatch which was a large oversized yo-yo oh um 
they redid it and it came out a lot better. But the original one I was so excited for because I always get excited for big diameter, big oversized yo-yos, and I'm pretty much always disappointed. Um, this one just has horrible kickback. It feels like a rock. It's too heavy. Um, the only good oversized yo-yo I've used is one by Reticulated Return Tops. I forget oh, what's yeah. name. It's the Burmese the Python. Bow. Yeah. The boa is uh, the big, the big, big round one. Big, big, round, organic, super lightweight for its size. Oh, the berm. Yeah, I think. Berm. It's the, berm. the berm. Yeah, like a Burmese python. It's a great. It's what the Sasquatch should have been, but um. The it Sasquatch, so they just took a yo-yo and made it bigger. They didn't, like, thin <laughs> the walls out and make it lighter and, like, playable. They just made a giant yo-yo, and it feels horrible. Um, I'm Are not a fan. Watch from, like, 2010? Yeah, probably. That was an oversized yo-yo? Oh, well, no. They I think they made the Sasquatch, which was, like, a normal yo-yo. Yeah. And then they made the Sasquatch again. They used oh, the same like name. 17 or something yeah and they made it really big and then they made it a third time and it was like an improvement of the big one but um i think that just came out like this year or something but i played the big one the 2017 yeah the 2017 one i thought that one was pretty fun because i usually don't go for big yo-yos just because i have small hands right like like whether or not they're even good i just like it's just Man, it's hard. The one, I like chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. The one good one they made that was sort of oversized was the Gorge. Did you ever play with a Gorge? It looks like an H. No, I really want to play with a Gorge. Yeah, good and it, evil. It looks like a good and evil. And man, I wish I owned a good and evil still. But um, yeah, the Gorge, a cool story that Yuki Spencer, well, not really cool, but Yuki Spencer told me he had when they gave him his signature yo-yo, they gave him two choices. They said, you can either have the gorge or you can have the kayak. And he picked the kayak, but which is like an undersized, like tiny mono metal. But um, he told me later he regretted that so much and he wished he would have picked the gorge because the gorge is such a great yo-yo and so much fun to play with. Um, So a little bit of Yuki Spencer lore there. To me, I'm just disappointed they didn't design something from scratch for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you would think Caribou is more hands-on with their SIGs. Yeah. That that was always the impression I got. I know. So I was disappointed to learn that because what could have been, who knows. But the kayak kind of sucked. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how it was with the Yuxta, too. It's just like... Yeah, he didn't didn't really have any... Yeah, it was just a... A mini Genesis, but I do love the Yuxa. I have it's one. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so The good. Genesis and the Yuxa just hold up. Like, even the grind machine, too, holds up big time. Yeah. That's such a great yo-yo. Um, let's see here. If we have some more questions for you. Do you have any favorite yo-yo videos that you go back to again and again? Um, Guy Wright, The Letter Blue. Hey, Adam Brewster, Travers Bend and Fold. Oh, Bend and Fold is awesome. Uh, I haven't watched that in a Aqueous. long time. Aqueous. I was watching Aqueous today ah, for no Aqueous, reason yeah. in particular. Nice. But... <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, I 
my big goal right now is to relearn Aqueous and refilm it with a dunk. Um, we'll see if I ever do or not, but I do not know how to do that trick anymore. Elephark did it, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Elephark yeah. can do anything. Can, yeah, he's incredible. He, he's different. We gotta get him on here. Um, he's a he's a great curator of like knowledge. I feel like. Yeah, he really is. Him between him and Josh Yi, mm-hmm. there's so much knowledge of like fit clip videos and stuff like that. Um, those are all good ones. Bend and fold, especially if anyone hasn't checked out Adam Brewster's Bend and Fold. That's a great video. That and um, Miguel, you don't think you have? I don't think Miguel so. Correa's Tunnels. Yeah, Tunnels came out yep. around the same time. Yeah, and yep. that's a really that was cool really. Really early arm stuff really being used yep. in yep. one a trick construction more than like single element like this is the real deal. Mm. Right. Let's see here. I think that's all the questions from Instagram. So that was great. Uh, I mentioned this on the episode yesterday, but I want to feature players on this show on Instagram, like feature their Instagram and their tricks. So if you want to be featured. Um, tag me in your post or use the hashtag radio yo-yo and I will pick someone every week to feature on the show. So I just wanted to put that out there again, um, calling out any yo-yo tricks and talent. I want to see it and we can talk about it on the show. Let's see. Shall we play the game where I look up yo-yos on eBay, and you have to guess how much they sold for. Let's play a couple rounds of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the okay. yo-yo market is insane right now. Is um, it really? Yes. Things. Here's an example from yesterday to give you an idea. Um, this is a Dark Magic that sold for $220. It was a Dark Magic 2. Yeah. No. No way. It sold. No I know. No shot. I, Okay, that blows everything I was going to say out of the water. Yeah, so that's what we're dealing with here. Today we're going to do... We're going to do Duncan Yo-Yo's. (laughs) I'm already already shell-shocked. I know. So... Incredible. We did Yo-Yo Jam with Tyler yesterday, and no one got even close because these prices were so absurd. But let's do some Duncan... That's Silicon. People like Silicon. Yeah. So here we go. Sealed with the CD-ROM, throw monkey. Just like the one you started with and I started with. Ooh, mint and package? Mint and package. What do you guys think? Trevor, what do you think one of these is selling for? 60. 60 bucks. Good guess. How about you, Jamie? Yeah, I was going to say 50. 50? Jamie by a hair. It sold for forty four ninety five. Okay. I could see that if it's like well maintained and all that CD inside. Yeah, it's not horrible. It's I have discontinued one. model. Yeah, I'm very proud of the one I have. I got it before the market went crazy. Oh, here's my kitty. Hello. Say hello. Oh my gosh. This is Bear. Hi, Bear. Barreled. Hi, buddy. We're <laughs> playing Insta- We're playing uh, eBay Yo-Yo here. Let's see, what should I... I mean, free hands, of course, but let's find, like, a free hand, too. Free hand, too, as used by Adam Brewster in Bend and Fold. 
Uh, with a stock really? cat, it's just a stock free hand too, like a savage. Wow. I didn't realize that. And he's left handed. So, so challenging. Interesting. Let's see here. Oh, here's a good one. I always loved this yo-yo. Um, the Duncan Freehand 2 with the Steve Brown caps. Ooh, the Steve. Mm. Okay. Very cool emo caps. A broken heart. Glasses. It's his signature glasses. I always thought that was great. What do you think that sold for? It's a Freehand 2. Yeah. So those aren't... They're less desirable for rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, not the best yo-yo in the world. I'm gonna say it's four. Steve though. I'm gonna say eighty. Mm. Eighty bucks. What do you say, Trevor? Forty. Forty, Trevor. You're very close. It was thirty-six dollars, which mm. is very oh, wow. reasonable for mint and package. I would, I would pay that. Anything under forty bucks, I would pay. I think they came out with like an up graded version of the freehand two in like yeah. 2011. They and did. I remember liking those. The difference they was the original Yeah, it had a pad recess and it also <laughs> didn't the original freehand two had rubber weight rings underneath yeah. the caps. And the new one was solid plastic, no rubber rings. Yeah. Um sort of an interesting choice. It was fun to take the rings out and play with the super lightweight freehand too. I always did that. Yeah. Um, Yellow freehand too. That was that was a yo-yo that I had before I actually got into it. Into it in 2010. That was like a 2005 Toys R Us pickup. Yeah, yeah. They had them at Toys R Us. Mm -hmm. Here's yeah, one that. Online. Nice. Rip Toys R Us. I, I know. know. It's a great Our, place to get yo-yos and stuff. Yours is what? Ours turned into like one of those like big liquor stores. Oh, uh, the giant ones. Yeah. Oh, Total Wine. I think they still have like the Toys R Us carts. <laughs> All right, this one is sick. This is a Duncan Freehand Zero, Yo-Yo Nation edition. I had this, dude. dude I had this, like... and I put the pink Save Death vinyl stickers on the caps. Nice, nice. That I don't have it sick. anymore. It's a big regret. I cannot believe that went for three figures. You think? I I hope. Or else I'm, <laughs> or else I'm gonna what, wish it was me. What's your guess, Trevor? Yo Yo Nation. It's Enyo. Yeah, it's Enyo, baby. You're in the hundreds? Yeah, I would say one forty. One forty, good guess. Jamie? I'm going to say 200. Enyo's like really rare for a freehand. Wow, 200. This thing sold for $59.95. What? I that's my, know. That's my freehand goggles. I love them too much. Wow. I, did so I would pay 60 for that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mint package, too. Yeah, so it's all over the place, these things. Then, meanwhile, you have this 2007 Worlds, not mint in package, selling for 75 bucks, but uh, also a very cool yo-yo. It's gold like bionic. metallic. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I was bidding on one of those recently, mint in package, the 2007, and it sold for 54 bucks, but uh, I missed it. Someone sniped me at the last second, but it is a beauty. I kind of want one just because that was a great 
a great year of worlds and that's the year i won trick innovator and stuff so i'll get one someday but uh yeah here's one first, more the cool. first world since i started following yo-yo oh nice yeah yeah that was a great but, one like it was it was insane you know like uh the mickey streak getting broken yuki winning yeah little yo-yo Dude, I, baby i got to watch yuki i got to watch that freestyle live in person 2007 yuki i'll never forget that um, I remember I was holding a speed maker because the speed maker had just come out, the all plastic speeder. Ooh, yeah. Celcon that, speeder. We were really loving that yo-yo, me and Brian Kosky, and we were both like we did a half swap, so we had a blue and white one. And uh we were just sitting on the side of the stage watching Yuki win worlds with our little speed makers in our hands. <laughs> um good memory. That's probably one of the coolest yo-yo freestyles I've ever seen in person, I'd have to say. 2007 Yuki Worlds. Yeah. I'm, it, I'm, it holds up. I'm it's struggling hard. to think of anything more epic than that. Um, it was pretty insane. Just nearly a perfect freestyle. And use the hub stacks. Yeah, yeah first it, and only... Competi- competitive debut of 1A Hubstacks and then gone. <laughs> Jump. Yeah, he just pull. He like rips it and then just jumps over the whole yo-yo, right? Yeah. yeah there, he does. also has a front style combo he does with a pull start. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I gotta rewatch that then. Yeah. In the hair. Imagine if Hubstacks were like scored and not like soft band from 1A. Yeah. It'd be, it would it'd be... be so weird. <laughs> but like it's faster than a throw, right? More consistent? Yeah. It's certainly more consistent because, yeah, you don't have to worry about being off plane at all. You just hold it on plane. Yeah, I feel like it's so much control. Like, there could have been something there, and it just wouldn't look like yo-yoing anymore. Well, hopefully. I heard that. I don't know if it's because of me ranting and raving. Why haven't they re-released the 888? But apparently they're doing it. Mm. So hopefully it has hub stacks. That's all I can say. Um, I just hope they I'm do not... it and like get it made in the U.S. and like. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope it's like just a really high quality, beautiful, modernized 888, but exactly the same shape and size. Yeah. Um, they did. They had these new like California and like DNA, but it's like they're kind of just like. These like forty-five dollar kind of like mono metal kind of right. that sort of vaguely have the profile of the older yo-yos, but it's like, oh, bring back the DNA too. Like, yeah, yeah, the real DNA, the real, the DNA. real DNA. The new one's all high walled. It's seventy sixty-eight, which is interesting, but it's high walled, huh. like in a way that the original was not. Yeah, and like no hub stacks. Like, I need the hub stacks. I know. I want to see a new model with Z stacks. Are those the big ones? The big ones. Yeah, that could be cool. I always cool. thought those were so sick. It's, you know, just just the ease of use of it as opposed <laughs> to trying to pinch the little yeah. in, little thing inside, which, you know, you can get good or whatever, but I want to grab yeah. it like a monkey. <laughs> the G5 is good, too. That's the first hub stack, yo, yo. The original, yeah. original G5. Then they made it bubbly and, like, rounded it out. Yeah. But originally, it was like a borderline slimline, one of the, sharp, sharp one H of the shape. First, 
real H's too. Yeah. Like a fir- the first time an H was like really really seriously used for performance, I would say. Yeah. And I remember their tagline was break all the rules with the hub stacks. Mm-hmm. And so like when it came out, it was probably 2007 Virginia States when the G5 was like released. I remember all of us just mocking that. Like, I'm breaking all the rules, bro. Yo, break all the <laughs> rules. And we're just, like, doing stupid hub sack tricks. But uh, breaking yeah. all the rules, dude. Like, every single rule is getting broken right now. Uh, we had fun shitting on them. But very fun, yo-yo. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I own Jamie. I own the blue 888 that he used in the letter blue. Do you know oh that? Oh my god. It's in yeah, my drawer, right? <laughs> oh yeah. my god. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty proud of that. Guys. Yeah, I was yeah. like searching for a DNA or uh, an 888 to buy and guy just DM'd me. He's like, I have the I have my old one that I never use anymore. You can just have it. And I was like, oh my god, dude. That's the the eight eight eight. Blessed. Yeah. Holy relic. It really is. It didn't have the hub stacks on it anymore, so I had to replace them. Um, I really like the 0788 without stacks. Yeah, it's just a great yo-yo. Um, yeah. It holds up so well. So that's why I've been saying for years, like, what are you doing, Yo-Yo Factory? Just release it. Just just make that yo-yo again. People will buy yeah, the shit out. I kind of hope it's just a rerun of the same old CAD, because that, that holds be really up. really sick. Very early yo-yo to have, like, normal 19 mil grooves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it's such a big deal when it came out. Standard setter for real. We figured it out. The smoothness was also unheard of at the time. Um, right. Yeah. Smooth yo-yos were when not you were a buying. No, even the original peak, the painted peak, was wobbly as hell. Um, yeah, all a lot of stuff. early caribou. It was like they called it. You know, they just they would call brands by their level of vibe. There's like caribou vibes, spy yeah. smooth. Yeah, Spy was always the smoothest, and but their yo-yo designs were so unusual. They weren't really competition-oriented. Um, they were fun, though. The Radian was good. The Addict was an interesting organic yeah, I have an shape addict. yo-yo. Not a piss-poor name. Not not a good name, but uh, yeah, it had like an Anarchy A, like really bad branding, but um, fun yo-yo. I think it had a skull on it also. Yeah. The the sequel, <laughs> the addiction. The addiction. Even incredible name. Yeah, they made yeah. a sequel that had a C bearing, and that's the one that had the skull. I've played an addiction. It's really good. It's just the addict addict shape with a C bearing, which is kind of what it was, what it should have had in the first place, just right, because yeah. of its like weight and size. Yeah, I remember playing kind of funny my addict, but um, yeah, I always forget about Spy, Spy and Word. They sponsored Guy were, right. Yeah, they sure did. He had the the punchline. The punchline. Punchline punch really punch sick. Repeater. That yeah. is an all timer for me. That was my I... first. It was the punchline. Yo. Really? And it was between that or the 888X. And thank God. It oh, thank God! Not the <laughs> 888X, bro. Not the X. Yeah, because that's a rough one. I didn't know that it was the bad one. I was like, I'm one an 888. But yeah, thank God. What it's was fun. the X? Owned one. It was, X. it was like the 10th anniversary or something. No, I think it came out in 2010. 
Yeah, I think it's just the 2010 revision, and the walls are just super high. It's really heavy. Oh, interesting. It, it was like a strange, a strange departure. Huh. I did it's like fun, the... but it's also like very different feel. Yeah. They did a high wall 888 that I enjoyed. It yeah. was a small bearing high wall, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. That thing was wild. I wish I had one of those still. The walls were like raw aluminum, I think. Yeah, yeah they, just, they, they just cut into it. Yeah. yeah. Aussie gold. What That's... great anno color. Yeah. Those, yeah, um... I think back, back then, it was a nice juxtaposition between, like, Kirabu Lodge and Yoyo Factory. Because Yoyo Factory was just doing a lot of, like, single color colorways, but with, like, really cool engravings. And then Kirabu Lodge had, like, the sick, like, acid wash and splashes. Yeah, they basically popularized splashes. Yeah, yeah, that was them. They did, yeah. Um, they did not invent them though, and neither did G two. Uh, there's <laughs> there's some yo-yos from like the eighties that have splash anno. Whoa! Like, yeah, and really Tom Coon was doing it too for a long time. Yeah, they had like a tortoise shell yo-yo, which I've never seen anywhere else. Dude, dude, mm-hmm. the tortoise shell is so sick. It's like a dark orange and black, and I tried to get that. What what ended up being the Nature series of the Slim Dunks came out totally wrong because Magic Yo-Yo just shit the bed. They were supposed to be the red and black that they sent me, basically a red and black splash, was supposed to be tortoise shell. I sent them a photo oh, of the man. tortoise shell, and I was like, I need it just like this, like a dark, deep orange and black acid wash, basically. And they just sent me black and red splash. And then the green and black splash was supposed to be camo. Like, straight-up camouflage. I love like, that one. It's the one I have. Like, yeah. It still came out cool, because there's no ring engraving, and, like, it is kind of camo-y, but it was supposed to be, like, straight-up. I sent them a picture of a paintball gun that had, like, camo anodization, and I was like, do this. But they kind of... They, they half did it and half messed it up. But, uh, yeah, I still really... Maybe FPM could do the tortoise shell, because... It would be really sick to replicate that on a modern yo-yo. Yeah, their acids are really solid. And color reproduction, too. You come in with the with the Pantones. Yep. Yeah, they did a great job. Let me see if I can find a picture of that acid wash for the people at home. It was on the Silver Bullet, the tortoise shell. Yeah. It's kind oh of crazy God. how much Tom Coon got right. With bearing yeah. yo-yos. Yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah, so beautiful. Just like black with like a smoky orange. Such a great... I love the engraving on it. And his logo is so cool. It's like a planet. It's like an infinity sign, kind of. Yeah. Tom Coon rocks. Tom Coon aesthetic is <laughs> forever ideal. Sometimes an engraving can just be a bunch of words, and it just looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of did that with my favorite yo-yo engraving is the the PK Fire. Oh the, uh, yeah, the Earthbound I've on the sliver. Really pleased with those. That's a concept I've wanted to do for a long time. I yeah. This and I have to like because I'm a Ness main on Smash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I have the yo-yo, but it's it's over there. 
There it is. Damn, the raw silver ones look so good, too. Yeah, no engraving, clean machine. They're really clean nice. They're, they're shiny in a way that the other colors are not, besides the gloss one. Yeah, this yo-yo, Trevor. Oh, by the way, I the moment you started recording, it just, like, made you disappear again. But I, like... Oh, you can't see anything. My bad. Like, oh, whatever. I'm just not going to mess this up. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, we're in good shape for whatever reason. Trevor can't see me, but I know that the recording is picking. Wait, me I'm up, supposed so. to see you? Yeah, you can't see me either. No, I'm, I'm I'm fucking around. Oh, you can see me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I Jamie can, yeah, can I can see, see me, and Trevor can't. Maybe it's because you're on your phone, Trevor. It's probably something weird like that, but yeah. we're figuring it out over here. Um, I really wanted to be able to use Zoom, but I'm not sure I'm willing to pay to use yeah. zoom so maybe someday if we get a patreon going then we can do this on zoom it might be better i'm just it's amazing that i've gotten this much of my shit together to do this because i am really bad with technology so um just bear with us as we figure out how to do this show but i think it's going well so far we had a good interview with tyler severance last night yeah, that I'm looking way, forward to hearing that one. It went way off the rails, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How could it not? <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting, but um, that should come out tomorrow, and then we'll do this one for uh, next week. But do you have anything to promote, Jamie, at all? Um, spiral, at ThrowSpiral on Instagram, ThrowSpiral.com. Yes. We have merch. We have, Ooh, you have merch? slivers Let on hand. Yeah. I'm going to check out the merch right now. I think the merch is pretty cute. Nice. He's got slivers in stock. Go over to. Oh, nice, dude. I didn't even know about these. Got a nice, clean spiral shirt. I'm going to have to get one of these. Yeah, the logo tees are great. They're super comfy. Hell yeah. I like I, the. I really uh, like the printing. From this this supplier and stuff too. Nice. This hoodie is the apron is sick as well. Yeah, you don't you, you can wear a white shirt and do your tricks. Ah, oh, there you go. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> black embroidery on black. Yo, yours love black on black. Yes. I'm wearing what do you, my... you know, show us what you got cooking. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what are you whipping up in the kitchen over there? Uh cool got merch i don't know what else can we talk about boys anyone have any topics for the for the um, boys jamie what's one of your favorite yo-yos from like when you first started yo-yo like kind of that 2007 2008 era let's see my first unresponsive I'm not sure how current of a release i think this is sort of an older release by the time i got it was the ex-convict Nice. Yeah. You know, the JD videos blew my mind. Grind tricks, right? Grind tricks are eternal. Grind tricks are always bangers, no matter what. Doesn't matter the era. The biggest banger of our modern era, DNA, is a grind. You're right. Grind tricks. Walk the dog is a grind. Yeah. (laughs) I never thought of it that way. Grinds are grind grinds are the best tricks. That's what fascinated me. And you know, I was using 
throw monkey with Duncan pads, right? Like mm-hmm. bind stuff was completely out of the question. Grinds were out of the question. It's a rubber rim yo-yo. Yeah. Behind the plastic yeah. caps, you can't grind because it's got those teeth. It'll just, oh, it'll yeah. just eat your, it'll grind you. I remember, <laughs> I remember trying to uh to to thumb grind with the Duncan and yeah, those rims would just destroy your thumb. Yeah, I want tried to do it like Andre. Then you know, this just is... like the right birthday or Christmas or whatever came around. Got the ex convict with red silicone rings and shims. Yeah. This yep. this ex con is sick. Look at the that yo yo needs to be remade. Look at that yeah. thing. The monster rims were broad, so on... broad, broad rims. Such a that sick. That works yo-yo. because those are aluminum rims. Those aren't like Right. It'd be yeah. a lot harder to do like a modern bimetal like that. It's just so much steel. Yeah, it is. I wonder. It would be cool to do like a Celcon yo-yo with aluminum rings, and try mm-hmm. to remake this modern style. Yeah, like machine uh, Delrin. Yeah, machine Delrin body, aluminum rims. It might be doable. It would be very cool to re-release. Yeah, definitely, the definitely. Or the doable. hit, the Hitman. The Hitman is such a great shape. It's such a great... Timeless. And those yo-yos are little. Shape. That's another thing I love about them. Mm-hmm. They're like 54 and 53. Yep. They're small. Which is hilarious because JD is huge. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing these bicep grinds on his little little toy yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, he was. But those videos were incredible. They made me want to buy a yo-yo more than anything. Yeah. Um, they I think really that's the most powerful yo-yo ad ever. Definitely. For me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the XCon coming out. That's a good one. I need I need to get one. I don't have one anymore. The nut ripped out of mine. A string broke, yeah. flew across on tile. Ouch. Yeah, that's a fragile yo-yo for sure. Yeah. It was the revised one, too. It was, like, the less fragile one. The nut still ripped out. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember so they just literally added like more plastic. They made the nipple like a lot thicker. They did that towards the end to try to fix the problem, but it, it's still cracked. I found those even worse. Like the when Yo Yo Jam like updated the guts of all the plastics. Oh yeah, I yeah. didn't like when they made like the metal bearing seats and stuff. Uh, ah, yeah. solid spin. Solid spin. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, solid spin. That's what makes it a Dark Magic 2 instead of 1. Yep. <laughs> okay. So they had their own hub stacks too, the pop sockets or whatever they're called. Or sprockets. They were called Sprocket. sprockets. Oh, wow. I haven't thought about sprockets. That shit minute. was hilarious. Yeah, we really so, had a f- And the synergy. Day. Yeah. Yes. I remember, I remember, I think it was some social media or some yo-yo forum, you know, Yo-Yo Jam was promoting the synergy leading up to the Worlds. I think it was Worlds 09. I just see a post from Seth Peterson somewhere. He's like, just tried synergy. Not impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man. That's hilarious. Also, how could it work? That was like a yo-yo-sized bearing clamped onto the rim and then plastic clamped onto that. Yeah, I remember it really sucked. It was wobbly and loud, incredibly loud. Um, that's the problem with all those big, big, big hub sack yo-yos. They're so loud and right. it Nine goes dragons. back to, 
it goes back to what we were talking about. What makes a yo-yo nice is like tactile stuff, like its sound mm-hmm. and its feel. And like you're just never gonna get a nice sound out of a Hubstack yo-yo. So yeah, it kind of take takes away from the user experience unless you got headphones on. Exactly. Yeah, it's yo-yo is sort of a user experience thing. You have to think of it very literally, practically. Like, what happens when this person takes the yo-yo out of the box, throws it for the first time? Right. Um, considerations like feel. that, like, you know, make me change like what stock string I include with the yo-yo, right? Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. I love this string, but it has a long break in time. It's like, you know, I want the first throw to be good, right? Right. I actually decided to forego string completely with uh my releases because i know that i'm so picky about string that i immediately get i never use the string that comes with the yo-yo and maybe that's just me but like i always use my string of preference yeah i'm the same so so there's a lot to be said for what you said jamie like this is a good string that goes well with this yo-yo and i like that thought process but for me I'm always going to put a fat, a kitty fat type string on the yo-yo. And so I figure a lot of people might do the same. Um, yeah. It's particularly what you mentioned, kitty fat, like yeah. just such a trendsetter. Such it a really trendsetter. Is. And then every other fat string is basically called a fat string because it's referencing kitty fat, right? Yep. And it's, I can't imagine using a thin string anymore. Like, fatter string lasts longer it feels better it binds better uh it looks better on camera the slack feels better like it i recently switched from kitty fat to ots original throw um fat which is slightly thicker i i really like original throw fat that is what i was including with um oh the the... last kappa drop i think the yellow nice that those were coming nice. with those were ot fat we really liked those for a while i think Dude, now they're... i would probably if i was doing it again i would get ot normal yeah because ot normal is more like kitty fat and ot fat is more like kitty xl i believe i, th- I think yeah yeah it's pretty fat it, it's I, it's very I really enjoy string. the speed of ot yes it feels great um that's all I've been using lately, and I've also been using Zipline String that he sent me a couple things. Um, he doesn't have anything quite thick enough for me to use regularly, but he sent me one called Excel, A-C-C-E-L String, and it's like a fatter version of the EP2020, which is Kieran's signature string. Uh, Kieran and Paul Harness. So yeah, I love that string, but it's a little thin for me. But this Excel is like a fat version of it. And and what I really love about it is it's yellow, which is the only color of string I will use. Do you are you guys picky about string color? I like pink. Pink, interesting. How about you, Trevor? Pretty much always yellow. I mean, I've had phases yeah. where done pink. Maybe I'll go back at some point, but yeah, pink and yellow pretty much. I don't really ever <laughs> use mixed color string or anything like that yeah i personally i would sooner not yo-yo at all than use anything other than (laughs) yellow string i just won't do it i just i cannot use white string i cannot use black string is psychotic to me black string makes no sense to me no one is that goth i can't i do not i understand like you can you can see it over a white shirt but like i don't care you're looking down at the (laughs) ground like it's not fun for you like how could it be 
it's a black string. You can barely see it. Kieran uh, did shoot a really good edit with black string, but it was like very intentional in like a white space, right. white clothes, you know, yeah, like very, very lit. For an like, art project, it's great, but for everyday yeah. use, no thank you. I've tried Stick the Kieran the string too, and like, it's pretty thick. Yeah, it's all right, but it's not, it's not Thicker fat. Thicker is fat. like, pretty, yeah. I, I've been using super, super fat string. Um, yeah. It is woolly nylon bulk string from Mazel Top Yo-Yos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. It's, um, I'll have to check that out. It's a really, it's a specific kind of nylon. It's like really bouncy, really heavy, really thick, really soft, um, very, very stretchy. You have to stretch it a lot before you play it or else it's actually a bungee cord, which is fun in its own right. But right. I mean, you can get a hundred for like not a lot. About as much as like what kitty costs now, except this these these strings actually last me for weeks. Interesting. I'll check it out. I've been on a little bit of a string journey lately. Um and it comes in yellow. Oh, <laughs> nice. Good. That's that's necessary. See that like that's a string that I would plug, but I can't include with spiral yo-yos because of the the pre-stretching and even without the pre-stretching there's also a break-in just with nylon string in general right yeah i'm not a huge nylon fan in general i just like polyester but uh i could check it out it's not like angel hair <laughs> i remember Good. angel yeah hair. Oh, yeah alchemy string and remember gator, gator floss gator floss i heard gator, gator floss, floss. so good Gator Floss was legendary, bro. <laughs> Never got to try it, but... Neither did I, I don't think. There's the first boutique string, G-String. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I actually show. got to work with G-String on the uh, first Kappa drop. Oh, nice. First, Kappa, first or second drop? It was the original silver ones. Yeah, uh, that's what I, I have. I around. Yeah, they're still yeah, around. Yeah, and you, like... He like made a batch for Yo-Yo Expert and stuff, and was like active for a little bit. Um, mm. it's, see, I'm not sure if he's still still doing it. I feel like he had a direct drop and stuff, and was like really active, and then kind of stopped doing that. But I got a whole custom batch of stuff for a Kappa drop. You know, like picked out color and everything. I was like, oh my god, this you know just total Yo-Yo Boomer moment. I was so stoked for it. That is sick. I didn't realize that you had a special string with it. That's very cool. Um, yeah, here's the, one the more. The stock, stock string has changed a lot over time. Yeah. But you're on fat now, right? You said. I'm on very, I'm pretty much always on thick, thick string for personal right stuff. Um, and I try to test yo-yos around thick string too, because I just think that's where the trend is going. Just over time, people are going to want to whip faster and faster. They're going to want it to be softer. You know, gaps are getting bigger. They're going to want tight binds. Exactly, yeah. Some gaps are too big for me on some of these modern yo-yos. That's why I appreciate the Kappa, because it's not... I can actually bind it very consistently, but I own a couple yo-yos that I can barely play with. Um, a couple SF yo-yos. They're just like, the gap is too wide for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gap is something that um, changed between Kappa Proto and production. Oh, and okay. I got a tip from Tyler Shea of Unparalleled 
to extend the lip a little bit into the gap past the pads. Right. And where the proto was snaggy, the final kappa turned out the way it did, just like you said, just kind of smooth, reliable, nice. That's an interesting little tip. That's the detail that goes into yo-yo design that I'm not even fully aware of. But, uh... It doesn't belong on every design, but when it's supposed to be there, it's so good. It just does so, so much to prevent snags. It's almost as big a, it's almost as big a difference as like going to a string centering bearing when it's done right. Mm. Nice. Like wow. it's that just that extra level of separation from the, the string and the pads unless you want it there. Nice. Here's one more question from Instagram. Uh, D Money Swag 2 asks, what motivates you to keep yo-yoing and improving? It's kind of a broad question, but I don't know. I'd have to think about it a little bit. I think just we talked about it a little yesterday with Tyler. The endless, there is like an endless amount of things you can do with a yo-yo, and we haven't even really We've scratched the surface a bit, but like there's still so much left to be discovered. So I think my biggest motivation is just to keep looking until something new clicks, like until you find that new thing that you've never done before that feels really, really good to me. Um, nothing feels better than like discovering a new bucket entrance, you know, or a new like string rejection that ends up with a kink that I can turn into a bucket <laughs> like right. that that excites me and it's like chasing that feeling all the time of like when can I I end up doing the same tricks over and over and it gets stale and eventually something clicks in my brain and I'll try something new and I think that's probably what motivates me to keep yo-yoing is just knowing that uh there's more out there that hasn't been seen yet how about you guys yeah, I was going to say just the urge to create new new tricks, new yo-yos, new ideas. Because, um, yeah, yo-yo is... It's, it's hard to say infinite, but it just contains so many multitudes, and we've tapped into so little of it. You know, I mean, you think of how little we know of 1A, you know, in the theoretical space, and then there's four more divisions. And then right. there's made up fake divisions there's double dragon there's hub stacks there's you know there's so much to be iterated on and even hardware stuff that evolves and broadens the design space that much more there's always something to chase even if it's a gimmick even if it's deepening something else you know just like denser tech like mm -hmm. absolutely you can always go up to a 10.5 hook or something there'll always be more to do and yeah, just longer string. Is, yeah, just finding cool shit. Longer string, like cool what shit. Mark Mont's doing. It's kind of silly looking, yo-yoing with a really long string, but also there's a lot there, honestly. Um, right. If you have right. if you have more string, you can do more more things with it. So I I think we'll have a long string renaissance eventually. Um, is that Gormley? Oh uh, yeah, did he? That normally got strings? people to cut their strings long. Interesting. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I remember like Nehemiah Peterson too had like super long string. Right. Yeah. He was he was wrapping that up. Yeah. He was <laughs> all all kinds of bent. 
super technical player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those yeah. layers use up so much more string length than you'd think. Yeah. Like, just going, you know, going around your hands is kind of a lot of string. And then every mount is like two segments of string. Just something like a double or nothing. There's a million ways you can do it if you hold your thumb differently or if you pinch the string in a certain way with different fingers. Um, And then stylistically, I mean, you can tell the difference in a trapeze from player to player, Mm -hmm. just the way they do it. I think that's endlessly fascinating too because you can do the same trick 10 different ways. Um, and so you need to explore all those ways and that's very fun. Yeah. The polishing and refinement and like intentional presentation. Yeah, it's just a whole nother dimension with, you know, even, even like you were saying, even the trapeze becomes essentially infinite in variation. Right. Even if it's mechanically the same, you can just sauce it so many different ways. You exactly. can cue it to music. You can, throw it dramatic you can do a forward pass i mean jensen kim it's great at taking the simple and making it incredibly difficult and interesting looking um he has a ton of tricks like that yeah such such aesthetically pleasing yo-yoing yeah a lot of the time very simple mounts but it's just i think i think it really has to do with like how he controls the yo-yo's momentum it just looks really good and his spacing is always so nice, very readable. His, his timing and space, yes. Yeah. yeah, timing too, timing too. And that, that ties into your spacing, like, you know, the size of your orbit. Yeah, he has big, long arms. where your finger is, and yeah, yeah. Another so, long string thing. He was doing big zoning tricks, which I think is the future. I think the future is more and more zoning. We're going to see 1A right. turn into more and more of a sport because we're hunting for fast, efficient double clicks. Right. So stuff like next stole, like next stole reject into reverse next stole or whatever, it's pretty pretty fast, but it's like you know it's still it's got to be at least plus two, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would I would click that too. I can't I don't understand how that trick works. I can't even do the neck laceration. I've yeah, I don't trying. have a neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is funny. It's like kind of interesting to talk about. It sounds silly, but like your body type and how you yo-yo. Like Yuki Spencer is super skinny and sort of a smaller dude. He, his style would be different, I think, if he had a different body type than he does. Um, For sure. For sure. I, I don't mean to sound like ableist or anything like that, but there's certain like Jensen's body is also very like suited for his style of yo-yoing. I feel like um, he's a tall guy with big long arms and he's able to control the yo-yo in a certain way that someone like me with short stubby arms might not be able to quite replicate. Um, So it's just stuff like that is interesting too, person to person. I always am fascinated by how people yo-yo differently. Right. And how it can influence the yo-yos they use. Like, right. Jensen using big old things, being a big old, big old Chad Yoyor. And yeah, I think, I think the main thing that it would affect is like string length, you know, relative oh, yeah. to your body. You know, like, like even if Jensen's cutting a belly button string, it's probably longer than what I would use. Right. Exactly. Like, 
there's nothing worse than watching someone yo-yo with the wrong length of string like when they're learning it's the first thing i point out to people i'm not even polite about it anymore it's it's pain jamie you can't say that yes i can you need help it's so important it's so important you can't just let that hang literally yeah it really is and it takes a while to really uh just like a gram and a yo-yo design can make a difference a a single centimeter of string length can completely throw me off like I just do it till I figure out something that feels right. So my string length actually varies a lot all the time. Uh, yeah. I don't have like a set length. Yeah. But I just know what feels right on any given day. So oh, sometimes I want something a little longer. Sometimes like for 5-8, I got to go real short. Um, but it's something I almost struggle with a little bit because I, I don't have that set belly button rule that a lot of people have. So, like, it's kind of a pain in the ass to change strings sometimes. The, the, new, the new Vogue yeah. is the solar plexus. Oh, okay. Right there, right at the bottom of your, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's like the bottom of your rib cage, right? Or am I? Right. Bottom or, of your sternum. Sternum, got it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want, like, like put your finger loop there while you're standing. Yeah. It feels like to me that feels like just enough more than belly button to really do technical stuff, but still kind of maintain the kind of control I like. This okay. is part of why I like um, really long lasting strings is I can trim it to that length and have it super consistent for a long time. And right. then just like the feel and timings and stuff get really consistent for me. Yeah. But, you... Like between strings, I'll definitely experiment or like different yo-yos want longer shorter string just on oh absolutely like kappa is big enough that i always use a slightly longer string than my dunks uh, i hear that pretty commonly people use a longer string with their kappa yeah i do um kappa and markmont classic both uh Mm -hmm. require a slightly longer string they're similar sized yo-yos but uh and then really undersized stuff i have to go shorter uh things like the art sparrow and yeah and the slim dunk and stuff uh bearing yeah. size too like the the sparrow having an, a size a bearing i feel like you scale right. you want to scale your string down a little bit with bearing diameter right interesting because i feel that like the smaller diameter bearings also compensate for the issue with string that's too short which is that it's hard to bind hard to get enough power but the smaller right, bearing yeah. you know you you have you just don't need as much to get the critical number of wraps to gate to engage the response. That makes sense. Yeah. So you can get response with like a shorter tail. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I never thought of that. Huh. All right. Let's see. I have, um, dunk rebounds in blue, brown and green, brown available on my website right now. If anyone wants to grab an eatzilla swap, and also, Yo-Yo Sam just released um, their their portion of the Dunk Rebound. So if you missed out on like the orange or the silver or the the olive, the really cool polished olive or lilac, you can go to yoyosam.com and get your hands on some of the colors that I'm all sold out of. So check it out. Um, do you have one yet, Jamie? I gotta get you a rebound. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the nickel list. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nickel's coming soon. 
Nichols yeah. is coming I can, soon. I could wait forever. It's it, you know. <laughs> the guy got the molds for this counterweights. I'm just waiting on the counterweights. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, they're really cool, like epoxy 3D printed. So they they I don't know how it works, but they're they're clear. They aren't like that 3D printing filament material. It's like a smooth epoxy. So oh. it feels like a like a just a perfectly clear plastic sphere. Orb. I think yeah, a little orb. It's gonna look really cool with the nickel, I think. And um, I just wanted yeah, to do the, something the extra special. Yeah, something extra special. I always like to do a custom counterweight with with the dunk releases. So I did double dice with the Bapes last on the slam dunk. Um, I did a pretty cool one with Chris Demi for the original dunk. But counterweights are fun. We could have a whole discussion about different counterweights too. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I've got some demonic counterweight designs, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have, I, I'm really not a 5A player, but, you know, 5A, I feel like, is so Wild West still, even still. All it really days. is. There's so much to be discovered. It's insane. And then just, like, once you change the form factor of the counterweight itself, it's, like, another, another freaking galaxy, like Double Dice. I had an idea, Double Dice, first of all, shout out to Keshi Matsura, buy his newest video, it's oh, episode six, it he does Double Dice in it, and it's just like, okay, Double Dice is legit, like, this is real, this isn't a gimmick, like, it's unfucking real and Double Dice has so much to discover, but yeah, Counterweight Design, I had an idea for one that had really tight ridges in it, we, we sort of got it to work, me and Chris Demi really tight ridges so it's almost like a pine cone and mm-hmm. you could throw it at the string and it would stick to the string in the ridge right <laughs> oh so like God. you so you could create loops and stuff where you're holding you're not even holding the counterweight the counterweight is holding on to the string right um we couldn't like quite pinchy, get it pinchy grooves. pinching it yeah pinchy grooves and i think there's something there like for sure for technical stuff especially but uh it's a matter of getting a physical counterweight made that that works like perfectly and we have some protos and it, it kind of works but it's pretty difficult to get the groove just right um, yeah and then then there's string thickness and string texture the string thickness and... and the string wearing down over time it gets thinner so it's really hard but uh i'm gonna have to dig those out and see if i can mess around and come up with a trick to like show like a proof of concept i, I might have done it already but it was a while ago what that reminds me of is a juggling video I saw saw recently, and it was a guy who had a Velcro suit and then had like the juggling balls were also Velcro, so he could just what? like stick them to his body instead of also throwing them or just like move them around and stuff. It was crazy. That was so, so crazy. I, I subbed to the channel. It was you know some jugglers association. I feel like jugglers have a lot of factions. Is that okay to say? There's a lot of juggler tribes out there. A lot of associations, federations, yeah, yeah, alliances. Like, yeah, there is. I always see like the World Juggling Federation, and then oh, like, we gotta have a Yeah, I don't know what the, the jugglers deal. lodge. The jugglers. I wonder if they're unionized. The jugglers union. The jugglers union. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> uh, the jugglers One confederacy. Mo- oh God. One more question came in here. 
any Kandama collaborations coming up with you? I don't know if this is just an out of the blue question, but uh, it's a relevant question. Um, we've done Kandama culture adjacent stuff, like right. the Luzumaki painted kappas. Oh so yeah, those were so sick. So those incredible. Were so so sick. That guy rocks. Uh, just a total. What's what's the word? Uh, starstruck working with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like directly, not you know, not even like a laser or whatever. He like painted Kappas, bro. It's it's crazy to me. It's so cool. Um, so for like actual Kendama stuff, I don't know if I have anything yet to add to the world of Kendama. I kind of have to learn that whole world of design and stuff. It's something right. that I do want to learn, and I think I can learn, just like Kendamacad. Um, but I do too. It would be fun to make a Kendama. Trevor and I were talking about it like a year or so ago about yeah. making a little Kendama company. Um, but yeah, same deal. I couldn't really think of anything that it needed, like something new to offer the, mm-hmm. the Kendama design. But yeah. It would be really as far fun as to just spiral things that would interest Kendama people. There's, there's stuff on the way. Nice. Right on. Some familiar stuff to Kendama people, I would say. I mean, to say nothing of the Adrian Sig, of course. Um, past that too. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, Kendama adjacent. Oh man, new uh, John Wolf trick just dropped. Oh. Check it out. John D. Wolf on Instagram. An excellent follow if you don't follow him. He'll be our feature oh, of the week. Dude, that John Wolf 1A. I got his one John is Wolf 1A. So good. His 1A. There's... You, you can tell he's a 5A player. Yeah. Because yeah. the way he uses Slack and stuff with his 1A, it's very 5A adjacent. It's very fun to watch. Yeah, right. 5A players, like... Are just the best 1A players. Guy Wright started with 5A. Yeah, he wanted. He, he like saw the freehand stuff and like started he was like a juggler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, if you guys have anything else to talk about, we can. But we've been going for about an hour and a half, so this is a good, good long episode, and I think we got into some pretty cool topics. We can always do a part two if we want. Oh hell yeah. I'll I'll yap about yo-yos all day. All day. Yeah, I really love it too. I think this is exciting to have the more yo-yo content the better. Like I, I keep saying over and over again. I think everyone right. should have I think every company should have their own podcast and they should all everyone should just be talking yo-yos cuz there's a lot to talk about. There really is. Like when you get I think into there's an the, audience for long form content in yo-yo land. Absolutely. Yeah. I was telling Trevor and Tyler, like kids getting into any hobby now, you expect podcasting. Like yeah. when I got into bowling recently, like bowling, mm-hmm. I immediately found some bowling podcasts like disc golf. There's disc golf podcasts like any hobby I get into. I always look forward to because I get really obsessed with stuff and I like to like have it in my ears, like learning more. So um Hopefully this can help provide some of that for people. Um, just some good yo-yo content to listen to while you're yo-yoing or whatever. But um, I'm going to stop recording here, guys. 
And right. thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Radio Yo-Yo with Trevor Boyce and Jake Bullock, guest starring Jameson Larkins. Thanks so much for coming on, man. See ya. See ya.